Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the global digital financial system that is starting in 2022. Now, I wish I could tell you more, but I can't. I know more than I can tell you. I'll, I'll just say it that way. I know more than I can tell you. But what I am bringing you is the truth. It's not the whole truth, because I can't tell you the whole truth. But since I know a whole lot more, I'm bringing you a part that I can bring you. And I think I think that we are about to see the start of the tribulation. Now, let me make this clean and clear. I, uh, I do not know that the tribulation starts in 2022. But I do know this. If you get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, you will understand why I say what I'm about to say. The tribulation, the seven-year tribulation of 2,520 days will start on some future Feast of Trumpets, also called Rosh Hashanah. And this year, it starts at the first sliver of the new moon on or about September the 25th of this year. Revelation 6.1 says, <clears throat> And I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. We do not know, nor can we guarantee, that we get to hear or to even recognize what that sound might be. Kim Peters, in his dream of about 40 years ago, that I must say, of the 160 guest speakers, the 330 DVDs we made over 25 years, his still continues to be one of the number one videos that we offer. I've never heard anybody say he's not hearing from God. Everybody loves that video. And you might want to go to Watch Prophecy Club and watch it. In the video, he said that the dream started with hearing what sounded like a 1970s car horn. He said it was long and it was loud and every ear on earth heard it. And that when it happened, a couple of things happened with it. He said graves exploded. He said he literally saw dirt flying all around the globe. Not all of them, but some of them. And he saw it, he said, he said he saw people standing around the, the grave with white, what appeared to be like a white choir robe, except for it had a big cloak. And he said they didn't float up in the air. He said they were walking around the gr grave for just a few moments and then they simply disappeared. He didn't see any flesh and blood, anybody leave. He said at the same time, all of the electronics around the globe all shut down for about two weeks and then slowly began to come back on. Now, there's no scriptural preference or precedent for that. But when Jesus came out of the grave once before, there was about 500 people, so says the Bible, that also came out of the grave the same time, walked all over Jerusalem. They were seen. I do not know that 2022 is the start of the tribulation, but if Terry Bennett was telling the truth, and I believe he was, he said that an angel, Gabriel, visited him back on April the 2nd of 2022, just got the information yesterday, <clears throat> and said, <clears throat> he said he had a Bible that was open on his table to Revelation chapter 5, and the angel pointed to that chapter and said that chapter is now in progress of being fulfilled. And I talked about this in detail in yesterday's program. If you missed that, you do want to go watch it. If that is true. See, Revelation chapter 5 is basically saying who is worthy to open the book, meaning the book of judgment, meaning the seven-sealed book. 
And it says that worthy is the lamb to open the book and release the seals there because he was slain and has redeemed us to God by thy blood out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nation. Meaning, Jesus, and only Jesus, was qualified because he was sinless to open and start the judgment. Then, the very next chapter, Revelation 6, 1, is I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard as it were the noise of thunder. If that's true, if that's true, then that means that there's a high probability that the tribulation will start in 2022. Now, I'm going to say it again. I do not know that it will. If I have my way about it, I'd like to have a few more years. That is, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I say, bring on the judgment. But for the most part, I'm still praying for a softening and a delay, and I think that's the correct way to pray. Now, if the tribulation is about to start, that would mean that the mark of the beast and the new financial system associated with it is going to come out. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today. Now, <clears throat> I have to give you a disclaimer. I'm not saying anything bad about anyone in this program, especially Elon Musk or Tesla or his Starlink satellites. I'm not necessarily saying they are a part of the mark of the beast. But I'm going to say we should be watching for it. When the new global, the new world order, the world government starts, which, by the way, is not their idea. The Bible says God has put on their hearts to, fill his, to fulfill his will and agree and to give their kingdom unto the beast until the words of God should be fulfilled. So when they start, and they will, a new world order, it's not their idea. They think it is. But God has put in their heart to fulfill his will so that he can bring all of the tares, all of the sinners, down to attack Israel, and when they do, that's when he returns, the valley of Jezreel, with the breath of his nostril, he brandishes his sword, and the morning star burns them. They literally fall to the ground, a pile of ashes and bones. All of this is his plan. But when the new world order comes out and starts, it starts globally, and it has three segments to it, and that's part of what we're going to talk about today. The first segment. Okay, if you want to know when they're starting, you start looking at when they're going to have a financial system out. So that's the first part we're going to talk about. There'll be a financial system, a world financial system. Then the next thing is they will drop all of the sovereign borders, just like Daniel Davis was told, all property lines are dissolved. That's the starting of a world government. Right now, there's a starting of a world financial system. And then, as Terry Bennett was told, when it goes to religion, when they start forming the world religion, then that's when the murders start. That's when the beheadings start. So back in 2001, the angel Gabriel came to Terry Bennett, and I believe him. And he said that there's going to be three seven-year periods, and I'm going to skip a lot of it. I'm going to get right to the point here, or we will be a long time getting through this. Essentially, he says that the third set of three in other words, the last seven years, this is some of the things you'll see. Governmental troubles, we've certainly seen that. Then there's going to come the spirit of the Antichrist. And he said there's going to be three world religions that are melded together to make one world religion, Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. He says, and one God, whereas other religions have many gods, that's why these three are chosen. He said the one world religion will be represented as a solution to bring peace. Remember, Daniel says, by peace they will destroy many. 
Anybody who refuses to accept the new world religion will be labeled as a radical terrorist and a threat to world peace because you're resisting the world religion. He says, as it goes forward, now here's the point, as it goes forward, it will move to murder. So, when the first segment, the financial, global financial system set up, you can watch for the second one. Second one will be global government. Now we're talking about the third one, world religion. When it goes to that, that's when the murders will start. I don't believe they start at the beginning of the tribulation. So he goes on to say, when this religious leader, false prophet, declares him to be God, that's when thousands of Catholics rise up and protest. Many Catholics are murdered. I encourage you to stop and read the whole thing. He saw millions of people put to death because they resisted the mark of the beast. He said he will never be fully accepted in many of the nations. I'll let you read all of it. Now, here's the the point I want to get to here. He says you will see 666 in your lifetime, meaning the tribulation is going to arrive in Terry's lifetime. And I haven't looked up to see what Terry's age is, but I'm going to guess it's pretty close to mine. In other words, we don't have too long. That's the point. You will see 666 in your lifetime. You will see the number of man demonically controlled in economics, government, and religion. When it goes to religion, that's when the mass martyrdom begins. This was told to me back in 2021. Now, hang on, remember that, because <clears throat> I can tie some other things to that in just a second. Martin Nimoller was a pastor back in World War II, and he made a very famous quote. I'll give you the quote, then I'll give you more background about him. First, they came for the socialist, and I didn't speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak for me. Now, I'm going to insert some other words there. Okay, right now, first they came for DJT. I didn't speak out. Well, you could even say, first they came for that other guy, I won't mention his name, that was also uh, arrested publicly in an airport, made to stay in um, in, the, in prison for a year, and there was another one of DJT's assistants that was also arrested and put in solid, solitary confinement for a year. And we didn't say anything, because so many times right now, Christians are seeing things that are done wrong, but we aren't speaking out. And I understand that. That's what they want us to do. So the article goes on to say, after World War II, Nimoller openly spoke out about his own early complacency. This is the point I'm trying to say. Complacency. In other words, now is the time for us to do what we can to push back the New World Order. And in my opinion, some people are called to do it in the flesh. I understand that. I'm not one of them, because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not flesh. They're mighty through God of the pulling down of strongholds, which is why I encourage you to go to prophecyclub.com, get signed up to become part of Fast Gap. Fast Gap prays for America. Fast Track prays for Prophecy Club, which, by the way, as I recall, I think we have 751 people signed up for Fast Gap. Now, it sounds like a lot until you think, well, there's 350 million people in America. So is 750 people enough to fast and pray to stop some of the evil that the devil's doing? Well, it's a good start. But I don't think we, need, we, we should stop there. We need more. Let's go on. Origins of the quote. In post-war Germany, 
This Martin Nemoller was well known for his opposition to the Nazi regime and for a former victim of Nazi persecution. In 1940, this is important, in 1946, he traveled on a lecture tour in the Western Zone, and he publicly confessed his inaction and indifference to the fate of many Nazi victims, meaning we need to be fighting. And again, the weapons of our warfare are not mighty, are not, not carnal or mighty through God. In other words, it's not about holding up protest signs. It's not about going and protesting. And it's certainly not doing some of the other flesh things like hurting people. It is fasting and praying. He uses phrases such as, I did not speak out or we preferred to keep quiet. He explained in the first years of the Nazi regime, he remained silent as the Nazis persecuted other Germans. Are we Christians remaining silent as we see bad things done to other Christians? He ignored the plight of their fellow citizens. He failed to accept responsibility for Nazism, German atrocities in German-occupied countries, and the Holocaust. And according to him, individual Germans were passing the blame onto their neighbors, superiors, Nazi Nazi organizations like the Gestapo. Okay, so right now, are we seeing some things that are not right in our country? I believe we are. Now, how do we react? I don't, I, I know that some people are probably called to speak out physically. And maybe they have platforms to do it. I don't think that's my call. And I think I'm probably speaking to a lot of you. Because, like the Bible says, the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Yes, I do think some people are called to run, to run, to run for office. Some of them are called to stand a microphone and speak out boldly. But my call, and I believe many of you watching, our call is on our knees, fasting and praying. As you recall, about three days ago, Leslie told about her vision about warring angels that absolutely positively are coming when we pray for them. Meaning, our prayers, my brothers and sisters, our prayers are being heard. They are. And we have to stand on that. We have to have confidence in that. We have to know that we can do more damage to the devil on our knees than we can holding up a sign. But we have to fast, we have to pray, and get the most out of it. And we do that by saying the same fast, the same prayer, the same day. Why? Because the Bible says wherever two or more agree is touching any one thing, we'll be giving them. Wherever two or more uh, gather in my name, there I am in the midst of them. One can put a thousand flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. So when we fast, the same fast. On the same day, pray the same prayer, the same day, it's like adding gasoline to the fire. He says, he served as a model of how to accept personal responsibility for complacency in the Nazi regime. He didn't stand up and speak out. And I'm going to pause here, let you just take a second and and read that. But I think I've made my point. And there's even more here. And I plan to read all of this, but I think I've made my point. So I'm going to move on. Ukraine is quietly unveiling the digital currency and social credit system. Now, that sounds like, oh, okay. But again, if we're going to be one that is going to speak out and do something, then it's time for us to fast and pray and stop this stuff. What you're looking at is something really, really bad. What you're looking at is what is going to start chopping off Christian heads one day. What you're looking at is the devil's plan to take your life. Now, let's read it. Ukraine president... 
at the World Economic Forum, that's the New World Order planning station, in 2020 decided that they were going to follow the plans of the WEF, not only physically but also ideologically, and they were going to be the first. Now, I've told you, Ukraine, this is the homeland of Moloch and ball worshippers. This is the homeland of probably the homeland of the most evil people on the planet. I'm not saying every Ukrainian is bad. Any more than I'd say every Switzerland person is bad. But Ukraine and Switzerland, and to a large degree, Germany, is that the seed, it's the, it's the land of some of the most evil things on the planet. So he goes on to say, they're going to be the first nation to implement virtually all of Great Reset's hall key hallmarks. By the way, I've got some emails and say, would you explain the difference between the Great Reset and the global... Let's see if I can say this word carefully. Um, the global currency reset. What's the difference between the Great Reset and the global currency reset? I can explain it. But I, 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 I think I have to choose my words so carefully that I probably shouldn't say anything. But the great, I'll say this. The Great Reset is the bad guys. These are the people pushing for world government. And what the Great Reset is doing is not the same thing as the global currency reset. It's not the same. The global currency reset has to do with Christians trying to kick out the devil. Maybe that's the best way to say it. So, virtually all of the Great Reset's key hallmarks, in other words, their goals, including its own nationwide version of the infamous social credit model. Okay, what's the social credit model? That is, whereas if you do as the New World Order tells you to do, it's not just about don't run stop signs and things like that. If you take your, if, if you follow all of their directives, because if I start mentioning some of them, then I'd probably be cut off of another one of platforms. <laughs> we're already cut off of one of the platforms, which, by the way, we're not going to get back on that platform till after the election, which is November the 9th. So that platform that we got taken off of, we can get back on it after two weeks, but then there's a risk of just closing down the whole platform, so I'm just not even going to get back on it until after the election. Or until there's an internal revolution, then there's a big change there anyway. Okay. So the credit model is like they have in China, where if you do everything you're told, then you have good credit, and you can go on the airplanes, you can go on the trains, you can go on the high-speed rails and things like that. If you don't do what you're told, then you have low credit, and you might not be able to get on them. The credit model prepare are paired with a universal basic income style. Okay, what's that? It's saying it's communism. It's saying we're going to give everybody a little bit of money. And, uh, okay, how do I do this? How do I explain this? If you, if you give someone a fish, you feed him for a day. If you teach him to fish, you feed him for a lifetime. This is a new world order trying to get everybody into their system. And if you want to have your little fish, then you've got to have you got to be a part of the financial system. In order to be a part of the financial system, you got to bend the knee, you got to take the mark. So it's all part of this financial system. Universal basic income style helicopter money system. We're going to spread it all around. The Great Reset checklist is digital identity. Okay, what's digital identity? Let me show you. I got my cell phone right here. Right here. I got my picture of my granddaughter there. 
One day, you mark my word, one day you'll be given a cell phone. Probably you won't have to buy it. I understand that they already made 7 billion of them. 30 made. And as you touch, you'll be able to touch both sides of it. Probably they'll say you can't have a cover on it. And as you touch it, it registers your fingerprints. Cameras from both sides are always on. The voice microphone is always on. So it's always taking your voice print, your fingerprint, and your face print. Always. That's what it's talking about. Digital identification, vaccine passports. That's the same thing as the credit model. In other words, if you do as you're told, you're fine in this new financial system. If you don't do what you're told, then you're not fine. Digital identity vaccination passports, universal basic income, and a social credit system all in one. So if you're in their system, you've taken the mark, you're in good shape. If you're not in it, you don't buy or sell. It causes all those small and great, rich and poor. You know what I'm talking about. Now, let's jump to the next part of this, this segment. Headline, SpaceX prepares for launch of 52 Starlink communication satellites. SpaceX has launched more than 200, uh, 20, 2,800 satellites into orbit, and the purpose is to provide Internet services to even the most remote parts of the world. Now, if you really believe they are spending $10 billion, I meant to look it up, by the way, I think $10 billion is what they've already spent on CERN. If you think that they're spending $10 billion just to make sure you can access the Internet, you don't understand where they're going. You don't understand the objective. They are not spending $10 billion so you can access the Internet. They're spending $10 billion so that if you don't have a cell phone, you don't connect up with their Starlink system, which connects into their quantum computer, which is what you use to buy and sell. And if you don't go along with them, with all of the things that they want, their digital identity, their vaccine passports, their the other thing, if you don't go along with them, you don't buy or sell. Now, that is the real reason they're putting up the satellites. Let's go on. In early July, this satellite service says that it is now charging yachts and oil rigs $5,000 a month, but they get as fast as 350 megabytes per second download while at sea, boasting the others can connect, uh, connect from the most remote waters in the world. They are not spending $10 billion so yachts can access, access the Internet. Let's go on. And this, you're going to say, well, how's this tie-in? Oh, it does. Science News says Scandinavian research shows Arctic warming nearly four times as fast as the entire globe. It says Arctic warming is happening near, nearly four times as fast, known as Arctic amplification. We show that during the Arctic warming four times faster. How's that relate? Because that's part of CERN. That's part of the whole climate control thing. This is also, I think, part of CERN. Earth spun faster June 29th, causing the shortest day since the 1960s. Now, some people say, so what? If you understand that, I believe it's Isaiah 24, says the Earth turned itself upside down, scattered the broad the inhabitants there. If you understand that the, part, the, the Earth is going to start languishing it's going to start allowing the sun rays through. We're going to start seeing not just our skin burned, but corn and wheat and rice and all kinds of things that we normally eat. The cattle, everything else, start getting radiated. And just like the, the one of the horsemen, 
uh, you know, a day's wage, a day, basically a day's wages, day's, day's work for a day's food. Goes on to say it spun faster since the 1960s. The Earth completed one spin in 1.59 milliseconds. Okay, so what's going on? This is CERN. This is also part of what they're doing is destroying the Earth as we know it today. And they're doing it. Why? Because they're setting up a new system, a new world order, a new government, a new religion, and a new financial system. This is what Wikipedia, Wikipedia says about Starlink. Starlink is a satellite internet constellation operated by SpaceX, providing satellite, if I can read here, providing satellite internet access coverage to 36 countries, but eventually it's going global. Starlink consists of 2,700 mass-produced small, well, it's not, it's 2,700 now, but it's going to, I believe the number is like over 30,000 of these low-Earth orbiting satellites, low-Earth orbiting so that your cell phone can easily pick it up. It provides internet access now to over 500,000 subscribers as of June 2022. The cost, $10 billion is what it says. Oh, well, SpaceX expects to spend a total of $30 billion before it's all done. So they're going to spend more on Starlink than they spent on CERN. Just so you can have internet access? No. Because if you want to be able to buy or sell, you have to be on that system. That's where it's going. Tesla model P Pi 2022. Now, I do not think that the quantum financial phone that will connect to Starlink is this one. I think it'll be a future one. But one thing I thought was very interesting, it says this new phone which runs on solar electricity. Hmm. In other words, it's going to have all kinds of wonderful features. You won't want to leave home without it. But the problem is, if you don't have it, you won't be able to buy or sell. So, let me ask you a big question. I covered this several months ago, and I'm not going to cover all of it. But here's the question. What if this lady I'm about to show you, what if she is telling the truth? Now, I played the video of her talking once before, and you can go back and find it. But I'm just going to say what she said here. And I'm going to give you a disclaimer again. Not speaking bad of this man or his companies. I do not know if this is true. And I'm not saying Elon Musk is the Antichrist, nor a forerunner of him. But this lady here claims to have been his childhood babysitter. And she says, I asked Imelda, I said, is he speaking of, well, is he the Antichrist? She didn't even blink. She said, no, but he will present the mark. And when you see him do that, the Antichrist will take the stage. Okay, the boy's name then was, and I'm going to let you read it, I won't say the word. Then the questions were asked, is he the Antichrist? No, but he will present the mark. Well, now, wait a minute. This is the guy that owns the Starlinks. This is the guy that owns the Tesla electric uh, vehicles. They say he's one of the wealthiest people on earth, and he was trying to buy Twitter. Now, what did Twitter, Tesla, Starlink all have in common? They all have to do with communications, don't they? So if you wanted to be in a position to where you could come out with a system that would be able to buy and sell and cover every transaction on the globe, you'd want to have Twitter, <laughs> you'd want to have Starlink, you'd want to have satellite phones, you'd want to have a whole system set up. So 
I can't say that this guy is going to be the Antichrist. I can't say he's a forerunner. I can't say he's, but he's certainly in the right position to do so. Now, isn't he? Remember, I'm not saying anything bad about him, but here's the the tie-in. What does Elon Musk, Tesla, Starlink satellites, and the Mark of the Beast all have in common? The answer is communications. And it could very well be that this is going to be the setup for the digital global financial system, also called the quantum financial system. Okay, so this is the loaf of bread that I made. That's my kitchen counter. I actually took that picture. This is another loaf of bread before we cut it. Off to the left, this is a picture in our warehouse. Each one of those bags is what you call a tote. It's a four-foot by four-foot bag, about 2,000 pounds of wheat in it, and we got lots of them here. I think I've got another picture. Yeah, there you go. Lots of them, and these are old pictures. We got more than that even, even now. See, each one of these right here, those are 50-pound bags. Those are all gone because <laughs> this is actually a couple of months old picture. And all of it, like this empty space here, this empty space, that's all gone. Matter of fact, we're not even getting them in totes anymore. We're getting them in what they call pro boxes. And that's 2,500 pounds per pro box. It has a little hopper on the bottom. We put the seven-gallon uh, pail below it, and we open the, uh, the, the hopper, and we fill about 200 of those. Two guys fill about 200 pails in about 20 minutes through this little hopper. And they bring it in the truck with the hopper and handle it all with a forklift. So it's become, it had to become very efficient. All right, now let's talk about Joseph's Kitchen. What you want to do, go to Joseph's Kitchen and you have to order yourself a machine package. In the machine package, if you can see, this right here is the grinder. It's called a mill. And then you, you put that along with the ingredients into the sake bread machine. Now, that's only the mechanicals. That's why we call it the machine package. Then you decide how much food you want. You want to have food one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year. Another thing, I do not recommend that you just put this all aside, that you just put it away and forget about it. I recommend as soon as you get it, you start making bread. There is a little bit of a learning curve to making bread. Now, having made about 80 loaves now, I've got to where, you know, um, we're making some pretty fancy bread. I mean, it's really good. Uh, it's the primary thing that we eat around our house and all of that. But it'll cut your food costs. As a matter of fact, I think it's safe to say if you start eating this bread immediately, the, the, the reduced food costs will pay for it. So. You want to get either two people one year, four people one year, or six people one year. Then, if you're thinking that the electricity might go out, we have a solution for that right now, and it's our bread solar generator, and that's on a pre-order right now. If you go ahead and order it, I think you'll get it in two to four weeks. That's just a guess. I'm a little bit out of that loop. But I'd recommend go to Joseph's Kitchen, and this just shows you, yes, we got a lot of weight. Next thing I recommend you do is go to cornerstoneassetmetals.com. We had only been with them, oh, two or three months, and I called their office one day. And I said, this is Stan Johnson with Prophecy Club. Oh, my goodness, Prophecy Club. We love Prophecy Club people. I was shocked. <laughs> she says, you're Prophecy Club people. We have people from other all over call us. She said, but we love Prophecy Club people because they got their eyes open, their ears open. They know what's going on out there. We love Prophecy Club people. Send us Prophecy Club people. Okay, so this is what I was saying that I'm going to give for you free. We're going to let you have six 
DVDs. Now, keep in mind, each one of these DVDs are typically two and a half hours. And we used to offer them for $30 each. So that's $190, $180 worth of stuff. And it's for free. For the months of August and September, you can go to watchprophecyclub.com and just go there. You can watch them for free. Now, what are they? The first one is one of my favorites, Six Hours in Heaven by Henry Gruber. He was in a car accident, 27 minutes, transported past the planets, and he was taken to heaven. He saw the flowers singing praises, flowing robes, singing righteous songs. He was a, a lot of comfort, a lot of encouragement for those people who had loved ones passed on. And then this is I Was Dead for an Hour and 45 Minutes. Very, very fascinating talk. Describes how we travel, our relationships with others, describes our families, what our glorified bodies look like. And then this is Brian Melvin. He was taken to heaven and he was taken to hell. So he can give you an example of of both of them. He talks about what it's like to be in hell. He's like he says, hell in a box. He says, I saw people in a box where they were on kind of like that continuous loop. Then we had uh, Pastor Massey. Come And he also was taken to both heaven and to hell. He's the one that saw his mom go into hell. He describes uh, three visits to hell, wise mothers in hell. I warned my brother. Uh, your mansion is now being built. Also, there's books, plural, of sin. Then we had Howard Pittman, one of the most interesting talks. He had an artery burst in his chest. He was dead for 15 minutes. He was taken to the pearly gates. He was shown how Lucifer deceives millions at the very point of death. He tells how God rebuked him for being a pastor of dead works, that all of his works would be dead. If he came into heaven, then he decided to go back. And then uh, Doug Hamp talks about how once the heavens and earth have passed away, Jesus recreates a new heaven and a new earth at the beginning of the millennium. The earth will literally go from a smooth, bald, naked surface to a lush, green planet. Everything on earth glows. Watch all six of them at WatchProphecyClub.com. And as I said, since they take, have taken us off to YT, uh, our response has fallen through the floor. So if God has blessed you and you can help us, now would be a really good time to do so. We will send you to EMPShield.com. Now, this is the one that I'm going to put on my wife's car. And yes, I've been a little negligent. I should have already put it on there. But here's the way it works. So it's got three wires. Red uh, wire goes on the red side of your battery. The black wire goes on the black side of your battery, and the green wire goes on uh, your your auto body. Then you just peel off here, peel this off the back, stick it someplace. I mean, clean it first, stick it someplace. Takes even if you're not mechanically inclined, take you about ten minutes to put this device on your car, and that way, when the EMP hits or something like that, or some kind of sunspot hits, and nobody else's car. Starts as several people have seen in their dreams and visions. Hopefully, yours will. Same thing can be had for your home. And if you have your computer or your bread machine plugged in to one that this is hooked up on your home, then the the word on the street is that it protects it. If you'll go to empshield.com and if you use the promo code PROPHECY, they give you a $50 discount for that. And... My understanding is that it, if you don't have it, it fries every computer chip in your car, and your car is pretty much useless because they're not going to be able to. Rep- I mean, there's so many computer chips in your car, they won't be able to replace it. Just throw the car away. Uh, same thing with your home. 
refrigerators won't work, all your computers won't work, anything that has a computer chip, fried, dead, and it's not coming back to life again. So it's well worth the investment to try to protect. Like the old saying says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of food, they say. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.